Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling Wet Entertainment, bringing you the latest exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and interviewing the top independent wrestlers currently on on the indies every Saturday and Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox. I am your host, James Shea. Alongside Coleco Yachts. It's too dark to be by the pool, but I mean, a, a bonfire is good enough. What's good? Sounds good to me. Mitch Mayhem. Hey, what up? And Scooter Dust. Wub-a-lub-a-dub-dub. And unfortunately, it is not a great day for wrestling as we lost a true legend and pioneer in the sport of professional wrestling. Pat Patterson died, uh, I believe, on Wednesday at 79 years old. Um, And I don't think that there's anybody that has contributed more to the sport than Pat Patterson. You know, before there was a WWE writers group, before there was Brian Gewartz, Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, Bruce Pritchard, there was Pat Patterson and Vince McMahon by the pool, spitballing ideas. Uh, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the Pat Patterson family. Uh, Scooter, would you maybe like to elaborate a little bit on Pat Patterson? Well, of course, we all know... Pat Patterson, whether you're an old-school wrestling fan or a new-school wrestling fan, Pat Patterson, born Pierre Claremont, January 19th, 1941, started out with the WWF as the first-ever Intercontinental Champion, winning that alleged tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, is it was actually in Rio de Janeiro, Scudo. That's why there were air quotes around alleged. But Patterson's biggest contribution to younger fans may be seeing him as a stooge in the Attitude Era and, you know, know, Poop State and Patterson, which was (laughs) some really funny stuff. But his biggest contribution to wrestling has to be the Royal Rumble. Oh, absolutely. The the creator of the Royal Rumble, uh, nobody else uh, at the time was doing it, and a lot, in fact, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure for all of them, Patterson had at least a hand in each uh, Royal Rumble match. Uh, His in-ring accomplishments are nothing uh, to be sneezed at either. Uh, AWA, big-time wrestling, NWA, uh, inducted into the Cauliflower Alley Club, uh, CWF, Lute Internationals, New Japan, Pacific Northwest, PWI Awards, 
uh, it, Patterson was made, made the PWI 500 list in 2003. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, the PWI years list. Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. Even a, even a WCW title reign, as well as multiple WWE reigns and awards from the Wrestling Observer. Of course, um, the, the biggest and most controversial aspect of his life, and let's keep it to uh, let's keep it civil here. But Patterson really was the first openly gay male wrestler. I believe that's right. Yeah, and he he actually had a longtime partner. It was with uh, he was with him for forty years, from nine from nineteen fifty eight to nineteen ninety eight. Uh, Louis Dondero, who Unfortunately, passed away uh, on June 28th, 1998, the same night as the 1998 King of the Ring. Um, Patterson legally changed his name from Pierre Claremont to Pat Patterson in 2008. And sometime in the 2010s, Patterson was diagnosed with cancer, although it was uh, unknown at the time really what type it was. Uh, and of course, if you've seen any of the tributes on WWE television to Pat Patterson, you know that while yes, you're kind of hearing Frank Sinatra singing my way, no, you're actually hearing Pat Patterson sing it. Yeah. Right. And and it it, it, it is truly, truly a, a great tribute to a great wrestler you forget all the all the stuff you know that was you know heard about him behind the scenes that's irrelevant what's relevant is his contribution to this business and however lasting it will be and i really don't think there will be anybody who will contribute so much to this business as Pat Patterson ever will. Mitch, do you want to add something to that? Uh, he, he hit it all pretty well. I mean, yeah. Um, first off, about the Poop Sam Patterson thing, the joke with that was, and then on top of that, he would stink face people with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, he he's a great. He was a legend. I mean, what more can you say? It's it, by the Roddy Piper wrestler age scale that that you know, unfortunately, is uh is just the the fact and truth of what's happening today. And you know, uh, certain wrestlers, many people don't live past sixty four. And so he lived a full life, and uh, rest in peace. And uh, Kalika, you want to top us off? Uh, well, shoot. I got three things, and they'll be brief. One, if you haven't seen – one, he 
really, really was like the karaoke guy. Like it, it was funny because like you hear all these stories about him. Uh, he did a nice Louis Armstrong. He loved Sinatra's My Way. It's a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Those two were like his ace in the pocket songs, if you will. <clears throat> B, uh, that tribute is like, uh, honestly, you can hate WWE, but they they go balls to the wall. Like, they are second to none with their tributes in production. It's just like, bananas i was watching that like four or five times and they're just like yo that's just deep right definitely gets the and then going. oh oh yeah if it it, it, it kind of gets your tears blowing a little bit and thirdly with um in regards because like with what scooter said there was a lot of like back chatter on like his his personal life and his transgressions and the one thing i want to say about that is is that that one no human is perfect and then two we can hold two thoughts at the same time right when when martin luther king and i might get flagged but when martin luther king day comes no one thinks about martin luther king the sexist martin luther king the womanizer martin luther king the cheater they just think about all of the contributions that that they that he contributed towards, you know, humanity and rightfully so. And to me, I just wish that we kind of got out of this, this, this binary thing where it has to be one or the other. You can hold two thoughts. Did he do some shit allegedly that could have been jacked up? Yes, but that doesn't offset any of his contributions, including um, the move, including the bit the the most known move everyone does now is the super kick. The only reason it's even known like that because Shawn Michaels got the super kick. Shawn Michaels only got the super kick as a finisher because Pat Patterson told him to do it as a super kick. Because if you remember, his finisher was like a teardrop backbreaker or teardrop oh, suplex. Yeah, yep, teardrop suplex. And Pat and he t- literally was saying Pat Patterson because his setup was the super kick, and. Pat Patterson was like, why don't you just use that as the finish? Like, the, the, or I would try to imitate him, the, the, the super kick, the pata, you know, like <laughs> that. And, and now that move is like the most like done move other than the like the power bomb or the DDT. So that's just like the genius of Pat Patterson. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's a good way to, you know, end this tribute. And uh, again, thoughts and prayers go out to the Pat Patterson family. And on uh, on maybe a light-hearted note, um, last week we were not on, uh, but you did get that bonus interview with Mickey Folk, and we also interviewed Clay Wilson last week. Those were two really good interviews with two incredible personalities. Um. Clay is actually going for tag team championship uh, opportunity on the 7th of uh, December. And I believe Mickey Fulp is in a cruiserweight tournament as we speak. Correct, Scoodle? Yes. Um, I can't have that. Oh, God. Where's that? Yeah. I can't have the information up. There. So... Uh, 
Wrestling with Entertainment, absolutely. We support you. We support both guys. That is awesome. We hope they get the gold. And uh, coming up on the 9th, we have Holden Albright, Big Scary. Uh, he might be called Big Scary, but he was probably one of the nicest guys we've ever met. Correct, Scooter? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, <laughs> even... Uh... Got us to the point where we were uh, <laughs> arguing amongst ourselves. Who is the uh, bigger Star Wars nerd? I am, of course. Um, we'll see. We'll talk about that. I mean, that that's led <laughs> into uh, text message conversations, but let's, yeah. let's keep it on holding. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, fun guy, and yeah, just it, yeah. Independent talent, you know, people have, you know, some people have this preconceived notion that, you know, that, that they are people. Oh, and Holden is and definitely people, a person. Yeah. <laughs> and most people forget that, you know, they're real people who do the real same stuff as us. And it's, it was just an absolute blast. On the 16th, we have Masha Slamovic. And. Vic. Vic, yeah. Vic. 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 And me and Scooter. Yes? No, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. We, I'm joking. we actually stayed. I stayed up until 2 a.m., and Scooter actually stayed up until 5 a.m. to conduct that interview. <laughs> Uh, because Masa is currently resigning in Tokyo, Japan. And there are some incredible stories that you just have to hear. No spoilers. Masa, an incredible athlete, an incredible person. And one of the most interesting interviews we've done to date. I, I think I, I would probably say our most PG-13 interview. <laughs> it could have gone to, to all very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and on the 23rd, we have Jack Stevens, the Ripper. Um, no spoilers. If you're a fan of Wrestling with Entertainment, that is the interview you want to listen to. Jack, an incredible guy, again, once again. Funny, funny interview, and again, you do not want to miss the stories that this guy has told us. And that's your December, December interview list for the next three weeks. And I think it's about time we get into uh, the show. We are wrestling with... NXT War Games preview. War Games is on um is actually on tomorrow, and we're kind of doing things differently. Usually we end with the previews, the reviews and the previews, but there's a lot of shit to talk about, so we're gonna start out with it. So we are going to start with the main event. The Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Brooks, and Oni Larkin in a War Games match. Who wins, Mitch? 
Uh, so, I'm sorry, can you re repeat the matchup? The Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Burch, Arnie Larkin in a World Games match. Undisputed Era. Uh, Scooter? Something tells me something is gonna go down. I think this is the... Uh, I think this is the potential undoing of the Undisputed Era, and at least for, I, I think probably at least for Adam Cole, because I think after this, if Adam Cole, it, you know, if Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish don't move to the main roster, then what the hell are they doing with them? So I'm going to go with the Kings of NXT. Hmm. And Kaliko? Man, uh, Undisputed Era, one and one in these matches. I feel like it should Haven't be called the Undisputed. Huh? They've been in three, I believe. Oh, they've been in three. I know they've been in the first one. And they they've won been in all of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because the first one was three, three on the three first on three. one. The first one was the three with Roderick Strong. Then you had the one with Ricochet and Kevin Owens in 18, right? That was then 2019. Uh, 2019. And then the one. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, the one we were in LA. Which so, was Pete Dunne and. Pete Dunne in them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. So to me, I'm going to go Undisputed Era only because the way that they had the story set up with them in the limo, going to dinner, talking about this is their biggest test yet, and that their legacy is on the line. And I must admit, it, it is kind of their legacy on the line. It's very rare that that NXT, if they move them up, that they move up on their, you know, with a win. Um, but I think Undisputed Era would be the exception to the rule. So I'm going to go Undisputed Era. All right. Heart. Heart's, heart's going that way. I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation like a hundred times this year. Well... You know, we yeah. think the Undisputed Era or Adam Cole or just Bobby Fish Gar and, and uh, yeah, or Gargano, or yeah, they're gonna go to the main roster. I that's not the case. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it hasn't been the case. So unless it actually happens, I'm I don't think I'm going to speculate about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Uh, because and here's the funny thing: because when Keith Lee moved up. He did an interview where he felt like he's he actually said he felt like he abandoned the NXT locker room. It was super and sudden you, when he went. It it was rather quick though, because he literally hit the peak and was just gone, right? So yeah. usually they have to have like those mainstay guys. So to me, Undisputed Era, Champa Gargano. Are, are the are the mainstay guys. So those why I think that's why I think Undisputed Era would win. 
Blackheart. Uh, next up, uh, Team Shachi Blackheart, which is Shachi Blackheart, uh, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, and Emperor Moon wrestles Team Candice LeRae, which is Candice LeRae, um, Tony Storm, uh, Ross, Roxelle Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai. Mitch Mayhem, right. who, who wins? Man, that was a lot of words for the ADHD mind. So I, I heard Dakota Kai. Sorry, say that one more time. Team Shachi Blackheart versus Team Candice LeRae World Games match. Team Shotzi, because it, her and uh, Rhea Ripley and a few others, they kind of like, they fit. Like, if they wear the goth makeup and everything, they fit as a team. So I'll go with them. Okay, that's an interesting way to... Why not? <laughs> um, it's WWE. Oh, that's what I was going to It's WWE. I mean, uh, uh, okay, I have an announcement to make, but I'll make it later on. So we can talk about something else now, but yeah. All right. Uh, I got something to say later, though. Scooter. Uh, hmm. Raquel Gonzalez, Tony Stone, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae. Uh, Ripley is the you know, the star to uh, you know, watch out for. Uh, it's kind Believe of it or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's actually a, a sign of great faith that they're putting Shotzi at the front of this as the captain. Yeah. Um, I think it shows they show a lot in her. And when it comes to the, the women's war games matches, the faces you always uh, have triumphed. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Team Shotzi. Yeah. What about you, Coleco? Oh, I, I honestly I feel like both teams are mismatched. In a sense, because I feel like Tony would be better on Team Blackheart. Team Blackheart. Uh, yeah. That's why you know. So it's hard to decipher because there's no continuity. The only continuity is basically bingo. Uh, no continuity. The only continuity really is is Dakota Kai and Raquel. Um, all that kind of continuity. I'm talking about as far as like right. they know how to work as a team. Right. Uh, uh, so, but, 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 uh, Lorray was the survivor last year, and now she's the captain. I'm gonna go with Lorray, and I'm I've been saying this for now. I've been saying I've been saying this for months. But the goddamn it, they're gonna give the Garganos a night. They gotta <laughs> give them a night. For fuck's sake, know. they're gonna get a night. <laughs> I think they're gonna have to take that night. Not be giving it, and, you know, and I think that's going to be t- tomorrow. And you know, Scooter, you know, said about it. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart is at the main front of this rivalry. It's her team. Uh, does this kind of mean like Shotzi is kind of getting that rub, and maybe Rhea uh, is kind of fitting into the, thank you. To the back? I was just, I was just about to say, you're missing the bigger picture. It, that was, in my opinion. That was Rhea's spot. I think they're giving Rhea's spot to Shotzi. Well, technically, it was um, what was her name? Uh, I mean, I mean the, whole, the, the whole golf gimmick and everything, you know. What's uh, what's the girl that breaks broke her leg a couple of times? Um, 
I mean, he won. If this was on a normal episode of NXT, I would, yeah, Johnny Gargano has a, a chance to win. It's on Takeover. He has no chance of winning. He's uh, fucking Mr. Takeover. What are you talking? <laughs> but what? What if that's exactly done? That's throw you up for people who think that. So they do the exact opposite. So, and I don't see them. That would be smart. Priest the championship Sorry. back right now. I don't see that. Say that he's not going to get it back. But you know what? Leon Ruff is actually having a nice little run. Oh, so, would you fucking shove it with this Leon Ruff? A nice kick? little run? He actually defended the belt. What the hell are you talking about? He is the runs. He's the drizzling shit. <laughs> and I think this might be where Priest kind of knocks out Corgano. Leon Ruff, Ruff uh, somehow gets Priest out of the ring and actually pins Gargano. Or maybe vice versa. I don't know. But I do see Leon Ruff winning this match. But that's just my opinion. Right. Yeah. Mitch, you ready? I don't see Leon Ruff winning his way out of a paper bag. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match. Mitch, who wins? Cameron Grimes and who? I'm sorry. Dexter Loomis. Ooh. Dexter Loomis. Scooter. This is another match where an accidental victory <laughs> can happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I, Loomis is on quite a bit, of, quite a bit of a role right now. Well, so. That matters. I, I, I don't think a loss here by happenstance would actually hurt. So I'm going to say Grimes. But it wouldn't help his momentum. I mean, I think someone like that who's on a roll, I think that's just a hindsight of what's to come for the future. So that's why I think he's going to win. What about you, Kalika? I think it's Grimes because think about it. This dude's been in everything this year. Like, Lo and behold, he's having a quiet ass solid year. So I think Cameron Grimes, baby, to the moon, to the yeah, moon. Behind, behind. Well, I mean, given given twenty twenty, I mean, since Adam Cole had a couple of you know few great you know moments, but I I would say that. Yeah, top three hardest working people in NXT are Priest, Gargano, and Grimes. I mean, he literally ran back to the to the to the arena from that House of Horrors match. I mean, that is dedication and a hell of a cardio, if you ask me. Um, I think one thing we may be forgetting was then a couple weeks on NXT, somebody. Drew Finn Balor into uh, a portrait that Dexter Loomis uh, uh, made. Am I wrong on that? Oh. I think it was that show. Uh, well, it's cause uh, yeah, cause Thatcher's got Champa. Yeah, Thatcher's got Champa. Uh, right. <sighs> Well, that is a good idea. Well, I'm trying to 
yeah. So could maybe somebody interfere to cost Loomis the match so Cameron Grimes actually gets the victory here? That could be a possibility. I that's not out of a possibility. I I see Balor more in interfering in Champa Thatcher and us getting Balor and Champa. That would be a good one. And uh, how about we get to that match? Uh, Mitch, Tommaso Champa, Timmy Thatcher, who wins? Oh man, I want Tommaso Champa to win, but something tells me maybe Thatcher. What makes you think that? Uh, he's Timothy Thatcher. That's that's a good reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Thatcher. Coleco. He's a fucking beast. Champa, because the only way he could get to the chip is by getting the win. So Champa. Uh, my heart is for Champa. I just uh, Thatcher is a beast. I don't know. Oh no, not not knocking him, but I feel like Champa hit his low point with carrying uh, cross. Right. So. This is his his redemption backup. Maybe. Now, what I want to say is, you know, every match on this card kind of makes sense. But Champa and Thatcher kind of seem drawn together. I mean, there's no really rhyme or reason why Champa wants to wrestle Thatcher other than he wants to. Um, that could be setting up a championship shot between either one of these guys versus Balor, but I don't know. This seems kind of like the, the sleeper match. Am I wrong on thinking that? The tone setting match. No, that sounds sure. about right. This will be, be the opening match. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, yeah, and then it's pro- it will probably be five stars. I mean... It'd be we'll more see. in Tokyo, though. And, uh, I believe that will be our coverage of... Uh, uh, they, they are, they're gonna open with a War Games match. Probably the... Oh, probably they, the women's. Yeah, didn't they open with the women's last year, I believe? I think so. Yeah, yeah they, okay, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. When Mia Yim was still there, yeah. Yep. And Man, that, did they ruin her career. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we will conclude our coverage of NXT World Games, and we will have the, the review next week on the show. Now we are wrestling with This Week in News. And a lot of shit happens, if you ask me. So Yeah, there's uh, so much stuff that I forgot of everything. I was, uh, like, trying to recall it. But let's start with something uh, that happened that is very old news to us. Um, two weeks ago was Survivor Series. We wasn't on last week. Um, so can we get maybe a brief your brief thoughts on the show as a whole, Scooter? It, it seemed very off. It... it, it it there it, it seemed just a step off and 
it was it was average in terms of Survivor Series events. Yes, Raw got a clean sweep, and surprise, surprise. Again, SmackDown comes out looking inferior. Uh, I mean, is I mean at least in terms of you know talent wise. I know what you mean, Uh, but like everything. It was again just off. It, it made Drew McIntyre look like uh, you know. I don't want to say a bitch, but um, yeah, kind of. That, that, that shouldn't have. That shouldn't have been how how McIntyre lost um, with J, with Jay's interference. Yes, I agree on that. The, the referee stop it. Oh God, it's. Um, and then bringing everybody out <laughs> at the end for the Undertaker, only to send them all the way back because <laughs> they, they were breaking the law live on the air. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, if I can, real quick, that's something I was forgetting. Uh, who would have thought the the this to me it's just like the most backwards thing but the dead man found god <laughs> sorry i had to say it it's true <laughs> this is a little funny this is pretty fucking funny he i saw him uh, talking to a pastor the other day yeah those are old huh? those are old interviews no yeah. this one was new actually oh I have to check it was out. a newer one, yeah. yeah. Uh, was that uh, your last thoughts, uh, Scooter? Yeah. What about you, Kaliko? What was your thoughts on the show? Uh, my predictions got swapped. I mean, eh, I kind of figured it was going to be that way. Uh, Roman getting the win was was something we didn't see coming. Um, that match actually was really better than I thought because when you saw, think about Roman and, and Drew at WrestleMania 35, that was not like everybody's go-to. <laughs> so It wasn't so Michael Schwartz's heart at uh, WrestleMania 12. Exactly. So, it, so to me, it, it did better. It did seem a bit off. Um, I just it, it, the tempo. It, it was just the way that they had the tempo. The tempo was kind of kind of off, and I guess because they were just trying to build, hurry up to get to what what everyone got there for, um, which was the taker retirement. Which I mean, it the hologram shit was dope. So yes, I give them that. Um. But overall, I give it like a B minus B show. It's pretty good. All right, now that we got the old news out of the way, time for some new news. Sting joins AEW. 
Oh, dude. I don't really... You know, it's awesome that Sting's still, but I always <sighs> kind of fall to the falter to, do you really want to bring in older talent? Okay, but here, here hold on, hold on. This is different, and I'll tell you why. Because the... Okay, he might maybe one or two matches in the future, but as of right now, he's being brought in as a character. He's right. not going to be a wrestler. And that's actually and, something I liked. And it fits because he sting. He can tell a story with his eyes. He don't need to say shit. And that's exactly what he did. When he honestly, I'm not, I'm not joking. This is the first time in years that I've had goosebumps or chills. Uh, just from how he, his, his mannerisms and stuff, it was this, just the sting mannerisms of that cold stare and then how he kneeled down or looked, he stared down at everyone, everyone in the corner. And then when he got to Cody and Darby, it was like, he was looking in their soul to say, okay, what, what does everyone see about you? Let's see if you're the real thing or if you're a, a scam. You know what I mean? Like he was yeah. looking in their soul. Uh, well, uh, I love that shit. In, uh, Stink's contract, he is not taking any bumps. There you go. Like I said, it's a and he's a good character. So it's, um, I think it's a good pickup. He, uh, for 30 years of hurting his body, I think he deserves um, it. It's essentially the Stone Cold Sheriff role. He's going to be. He's a legend. Yeah. He deserves it. I mean, hearing Tony Giovanni go like that. It, 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 yeah, it, it was just it. It brought everything back. I I can say with fifty one percent certainty that we will get one match in the future. Of, yeah. of, and, and it will happen in it will happen in March twenty twenty one to. Celebrate and by the way, Shivani and and uh, yeah, he'll be there as a character. Are, yeah, we're 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 wrong. It's been 19 years, not 18, since uh since Sting's last appearance on TNT, and Damn. we're we are most likely going to get a Sting Chris Jericho match. Yeah, let's do it. That's, that, that's, that, that's March, something I've been wanting to see in, for years. In March 2021. Of that would be awesome. Of what is expected to be a tribute to Nitro. Ooh, cool. You know, it's funny that, you know, Jericho and Sting was in WCW. Oh, uh, so 20, I'm sure Eric Bischoff will be 20 some years ago. And they've never actually had a match with each other. And that that just goes to show you how un inept Eric Bischoff was at that time to have a, a talent like Jericho and not put him against. He gave. Uh, okay, here's the thing with Bischoff. He was uh, nepotism. He he, nepotism. he helped his friends. Yeah, yes. he helped his friends. Kalika, what are your thoughts on uh, Sting joining um, AEW? Uh, it depends on how they use them. To me, what AEW really does is I think that it started they, really well, actually. 
the, the one thing that they do really well is bringing in older talent to try to uplift their new talent. Arn, pro- Tully, yeah. But but the problem is it's just trying to get those new talent to connect to average people, if that makes sense. But with someone like it, Sting, you can have him be a character to carry the sh- like be a, a carrying character for the show. And you can bu- build your show around his character. It, it, like, he doesn't have to wrestle like we were saying. He, he's a great character. He can tell a story with his eyes. But go ahead, sorry. I get that. I, but my, my thing is, who, who is he going to con- – it sounds like he's going to connect it to our boy, Darren, Dar- Darby Alley. I'm just going to say, he, Dar- it sounds yeah. like Darby's first. The, the, yeah. the, way he, the way he looked at him was and, like a dad who but, went and got sick that's what I'm saying. 20 People, years ago and he just got back. You know Dude, I mean? that's like an actor. Like uh, people don't, you don't see those looks, like those in depth. Like there's something behind the eyes. Like you can tell what he's thinking. Kind of looks. You don't get that anymore. Uh, the, he, he looked at Darby last, right? And, and that, that mattered. What what would I? What I think is going to happen? He went side to side. Yeah, is is eventually we're 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 gonna really see it play out through their faces. Who is this and, kid? Yeah. And, and eventually we're going to see that other side of Darby Allen's face start to get filled in. That'd be interesting. And oh, because he did Darby, look at both sides. That's right. Darby's going to take on Sting's makeup. I didn't no, even I realize that, no. that. Okay, so that makes perfect sense now that Sting looked at both sides of his face. Okay. Now, now my only drawback is I just wish they hadn't gave him the TNT title. Yeah, I so much agree. Holy shit. Because to me, that when they did that, it cornered him as a mid-carder. Yeah, I agree when, with you. When I felt like he he uh, had he and and I'm not saying that this, that he's going to be a mid-carder forever, but I felt I don't like see him as anything I, more I, than an upper I upper-carder. felt like I felt like him winning the championship would be more of a no, 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 not, not now, but I'm talking about building himself. What I'm saying is him fulfilling his character, getting on a roll to get to the championship. Let's say, like, he didn't have the title. Kenny Omega's running through everybody, and this guy somehow pulls it off one time. You see what I'm saying? That would be a big moment, right? That would be, like, a holy-ish moment. Because Kenny Omega, by wrestling standards, is like of the, among the best of the world, and for him to get caught by that guy would be a big deal. Especially if you see Darby Allen progress to that point. But to me, when he's the TNT champion, he's already—it almost feels like he's kind of plateaued. And Sting helping him is only going to help him to retain the championship rather than aspire to a goal. Does that make sense? Yes, that does mm-hmm. make sense. Yes. So that's where I was. That's where my my confusion was. That's think, my only drawback I is think, that I wish he didn't have the title so he could aspire to the title. You see what I'm is, is there a possibility we could maybe see Sting inspiring Darby to give up the title and 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 go on? A the, that role you were talking about, and I, you know, it, 
Yeah, I'm, I, I, that battle's finished. No, go ahead. I I I can't see that because of the simple fact that he just got the title. So that's where, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, well, I, well, if, I wasn't if, I wasn't applying right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But he would have to have like a hell of a lengthy reign, and to me, I don't see that in the cards. Per se. I feel like if he didn't have the title, Sting came in, changed his life. Then he aspired to a title, whether it be the TNT title or the world championship. I felt like that that progression would be natural, and rather than him already being the champion and it only enhancing his character. Because, in essence, I feel like the character of Darby Allen would make the title more so than the title making Darby Allen. This is and this is AEW's biggest flaw they 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 get someone on fire and then it just fizzles out like with orange cassidy right. uh, darby allen darby darby allen was on fire for a hot minute and, and you can you could probably say that private they both back, back on fire again i yeah, mean private party um, so so we, Lance Archer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like Cassidy. I mean, we, we could go on. The list goes on on that. Yeah. Spectrum. But hey, you know, now that Sting is maybe helping Darby Allen, maybe somebody will actually know who he is. Uh, I, think, I think it's a little premature to I, say that. But yeah, we'll there, yeah, there's also the, the possibility that AEW will screw this up. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody said. I'm surprised Giovanni Ross or Excalibur didn't say. But whose side is he on? <laughs> right. Right. For all we know. Oh, the the, the whole Bobby Heenan. <laughs> for, for, for all we know, what if Sting's a mole? Ooh. The black that would be uh, That would be killing the hero part of his character. But yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, he's an anti-hero, so. Uh, you know, but yeah, anti-hero with pride, and in, 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 he's a good hat anti-hero. The tagline of the show was "Winter is coming." Winter came, right? And it was Sting. I mean, I don't For think real? of I don't think of winter with Sting, but okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was also Game of Thrones tagline, but there were no, there were no dragons or kitties, so. <laughs> Let's. I know. Uh, Let's get on to the other big thing that happened on that show. Kenny Omega won the AEW World Championship from John Moxley with the help of Don Callis. And of the course, Jackal. <laughs> J- uh, Don Callis said... Um, I'm always going to call him the Jackal. Uh, find out what happens on Tuesday, which is Impact Wrestling. Now, if you don't have access cha- the Access TV... Uh, which I do actually have it. Uh, you're not gonna find out what happens uh on Tuesday. Am I not wrong on this? Uh, you you're right, but real quick, uh, uh, uh someone go ahead, go ahead. I'll but, well, mo- most uh cable companies, uh, as far as I know, now carry um. Access uh, TV. Uh-huh. I have it here, here in New York. Um, so, pl- plus uh-huh. also, 
you got to remember Mark Cuban's behind Access TV. That's so, right. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, plus, there's also the Twitch uh, stream, which will probably be running around the clock now. Uh, but I want to know what the hell came out of Don Callis when uh, when Moxley uh, struck him because it looked it looked like rose petals. Yeah, it was rose petals. There was like a little flower on his suit, and it just kind of exploded when he pushed him. Like, like I I thought there was a handkerchief. Like, <laughs> and it's just like. So, yeah. uh, real quick, my takeaway. Um, with the Omega situation, obviously it was amazing. Are, are we to that point right now, or what? Uh, 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 Alright, I'm going to say it. This I had something to say about that, but okay, I was just asking. Uh, first. Uh, it's just like, it, it seems like a big F-U okay. to AEW. So here's, okay, so here's, here's what I think. If they're smart businessmen, this is what's happening. Okay, Omega goes to Impact. You know what? If I'm AEW, I'm getting that damn women's division of Impact to help AEW. That's actually not a bad idea. That's a, it, the Impact yeah. is way better than yeah. AEW, and it, it fits. It yeah, that's, yeah, that that that's one. That's one of the probably the they need to do only. That's it, it, one of if only the solid benefits. So oh, work, yeah. give them Kenny, and then get the women out of it. Uh, but 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 this is this is essentially an NWO angle, and I, I understand. I'm just saying they can help each other here. They, yeah. the, you know, okay. I mean, uh, it 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 this shouldn't have been Kenny. It shouldn't have. I mean, you know, I mean, Kenny, it's the new heel version, but yeah. Yeah, was yeah the the biggest lobbyist for you know competition <laughs> in in, ter in terms of television, and, and he gets and, and you know essentially he's he's one of the fan he's he's the founding father of AEW, and now he's gonna go and now he. Sells out to to impact this. I think this really could have been done with someone else. And that is, he does make a good point about the sellout part. Yeah, that hurts his his reputation. But yeah, you want to continue, Scooter? Uh, just. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, no, no. I I I was, but it just it. Keeps playing over in my head. Yet yeah, Kenny's gonna show up in the, that empty arena in in Nashville, and like, yeah, this isn't this isn't 1996, you know. And 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 Omega doing this, you know. I've seen people like, oh, it's what the WWE, this what the WWE should have done with John Cena and blah blah blah. No, it's not. It it's I I it, I would have 
if it was Moxley and it turned the other way around, I think it would have made a lot more sense and been, you know, been had a lot, a lot more impact. Even, even if it, it was Jericho who did, who did it. Jericho actually has a relationship with Chalice as well. So it's just. Uh, what about you, Kaliko? What are your thoughts on uh, this whole ordeal that happened? I, I was disappointed in that match. Not in the sense of how it went down, but more in the sense that 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 Kenny, whether he was a good guy or a bad guy. His premise is that he's the best wrestler in the world, hands down, point blank, period. And me being a Kenny Omega guy, I'm expecting him to just straight up wet that ass out of the ring. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And and to me, it it fell short to me on that part. I get why Don Callis was there because if you check. Don Callis' history, he's the biggest Kenny Omega mark probably in the world. So it made it, it, it made sense in, in that regard. Um, to me, I feel like everybody thinks this is going to be a, a, a future working. Everything that I'm looking at, it, it screams one-off as a favor because I can't, I mean, yeah, they might have Kenny come and then they'll have another person go to AEW to help out. But I don't see it as a a ROH New Japan situation where they were literally like going back and forth. You know what I mean? So until I see that happen, I can only take it as face value of that part. I, I can't go into the deep end of what it could be until Tuesday, which I mean, well, whoever, whoever, whoever ain't got access, you can watch it on the internet illegally, like everyone else, because that's the only way. <laughs> only I, way your ass gonna catch that I mean, shit. <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, we we're looking at a. And, and, Right now, the potential, yeah, like marquee match is Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega, which, while no doubt in my mind, it would be a great match. That would be. It's not a marquee nah. match in the sense that it could, you know, put butts in seats, so to speak. It's not, it's, it, it's not going to be a Hollywood blockbuster kind of match like, uh, you know, Brett and yeah. Sean, something that grabs new yeah. people who wouldn't normally watch wrestling. No, 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 no. And, and that's you're my not, problem, too. Your match impact. And, the, and the reason that Kenny Omega went to Impact is because AJ Styles has returned to Impact. Oh, don't give me that with oh, CJ. No, don't do that. Don't <laughs> you dare. No. Stop it. Stop Stop. Stop. Hornswoggle dressing up as AJ Styles does not count. How did it, wait, how is, it, how is that allowed? That's gimmick infringement. What the fuck? 
Well, AJ Styles owns AJ Styles. I know, but okay, (laughs) WWE owns the likeness of AJ. Can they sue? I mean, no, they don't. They don't own AJ Styles. They don't own They don't own like a lot. That's why you see a lot of the wrestlers go in with their actual names now, or with their actual wrestling names, because I mean, uh, I believe AJ is one of the few who actually retained retained his own right. Right, like okay, Samoa man. Joe. Okay, uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. Certain people can't, can't if they have enough pull before they get signed, they can they can work that deal. But not everyone can. So yeah, someone like I'm, AJ, probably, yeah, he could probably have worked any. But did, when so. but, but when you look at the last couple of years, think about a Riddle, uh, AJ Styles, Nakamura. I'm talking about Samoa Joe. A, around the time AJ was signed. Not many people got that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Another thing that happened this week, uh, we got NWA Shockwave. Um, not exactly what I was kind of expecting. Wasn't really power. Uh, did you watch it, Coleco? Yeah, but it, it, it's it's lacking because a lot of their people are gone, man. I'm like just going to say, Ricky Stark. Real quick, how could they have a show when they don't have a roster, really? All the wrestlers are in different areas. Like, uh, do they still have, like, uh, Rosa and those people who went to AEW? Oh, no, Rosa's gone. Sienna's gone. Thunder Rosa's still there. See? She ain't ain't there there. She's there She's on roster, is what I'm asking. She there and Jess, not there in, in, in... Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Anderson? But, Ken Anderson? I mean... He was on the first episode, so... We don't well, how many is he still there now? Uh, R- Ricky Starks. Never gone. mind. Yeah, yeah uh, no, Starks is gone. Uh, Allison Kay is gone. Thunder Rosa is flip be the only solid, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Thunder Rosa is flip-flopping. So it's... And James... Is James Storm still there? I couldn't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the, the the only standouts are Nick Aldis and Mike Bennett, really, and he, he Camille. Drake. Camille. Oh, well, Camille. And Camille. Camille. You know, um, they announced the the matches for next week, and it, they announced Thunder Rosa as still NWA champion, which means that it's an old recorded match. So that kind of turned me off of the show because I already know that that happened like years ago at this point. Right. Yeah, but um, I think she's a free agent, bro. I, I honestly think she's a free agent. Yep. Um, plus, you know, the fact that they're calling it NWA Shockwave. Now, for those of you that don't know, NWA Shockwave was formerly known as NWA Cyberspace or the Cyberspace Wrestling Federation. Now, I knew the owner of the original NWA Shockwave, uh, Billy Firehawk, from not from wrestling, uh, but from my time in the Rocky Horror Picture Show because he was a uh, he was a uh, part of a cast and. And we, when when he passed uh, all those years ago, we held a memorial for him. Uh, so, calling it NWA Shockwave, trying to elicit like this, you know, potential uh, like relic of the past. 
you know, of a, of a roster that had people like AJ Styles, Abyss, CM Punk, James Storm, Shark Boy, uh, you know, Sanjay Dutt, who is now a full-time WWE uh, agent, by the way, Bobby Roode, and, 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 and all these guys, and it, it, it really, it, it fell flat. It really did. Um, it, it fell flat because it's like they're they're trying to make that. It's like space. They try to make that jack of clubs walk, and ain't nothing walking with them jack of clubs. Like it, they need talent, and I know a lot of it is is COVID driven. But I just wish like they tried to retain some of that talent because they were on the up and up. It ain't like they were like they weren't gonna be number two, but they were gonna be a legit company. Right. And you know, speaking of free agents, uh Davy Boy Smith is now a free agent. Um, where do you see this guy going if anywhere? Scootle? Well, I mean considering he was making appearances on WWE programming uh, while still under MLW contract. Um, I I honestly... I would pro... I see him more going to AEW. Uh, you connect with Lance Archer? Possibly... Uh, you know, me, uh, it, oh God, who, who was, who is, uh, Brian Pillman Jr.'s partner in the, the Southern, or whatever, the, the, I actually don't know. Now, who, who, um, and I could, I see, like, him teaming with Brian Pillman Jr. as, you know, a new a second generation team, um, but kids, considering that he's now free agent, and since the twenty twenty Hall of Fame is going to get condensed into the twenty twenty one Hall of Fame, uh, he's who I expect. Real quick, they kind of they kind of already did the New Heart Foundation before the Teddy Hart thing, you know. Yeah, uh, but I see uh, Davy Weissmith Jr. being the one who inducts uh, his father. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. What about you, Mitch? What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's uh, why. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I just said. He echoed what I think. So um. And Kalika, you want to top us off? No, I think Scooter took her. He got all the answers, man. Because he, <laughs> he went first. <laughs> he got all the answers. And one other thing that uh, that's going on, um, the New Japan um, tag, uh, World Tag League and, um, and Best of Super Juniors is coming up. Haven't watched it don't, all, but don't week. even don't you don't even want to know, bro. 
Like what? As much as okay, so finish that. Let me hear this. <laughs> okay, so okay, let's get this straight. Yeah, tell me. This the Super Juniors is going expected as I expected, right? Takahashi Ishimori shows coming in. You know he he's doing okay. El Desperado, the heavy hitters are doing what they do. Dookie yep. is literally Dookie in this tournament, <laughs> right? So so so. So so the people so the people who are you know doing their thing is doing their thing. Now the tag league Toro Yano is in first place or tied for first place. <laughs> the king of pro the king of pro wrestling what is, he? is tied. The I mean he's not more like I I get it. I get it. He's tied for first place with Sonata Sonata and Takagi. He's tied with Saber Jr. and Tai Chi, and and Tangaloa. the The God is back, so they're doing their thing. Uh, Finn Juice is the defending champ, so you knew they were going to kind of do any do some things. Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto actually have a decent record in this tournament, and I just don't like the fact that Yoshihashi has any kind of winning record in this tournament. So he, somebody just needs to go ahead and break his legs so we can go ahead and just call this a night. But, but, what are, what are meanwhile, doing? bad luck, fi- Matt. Meanwhile, bad luck, Fale is back, and they just treat him like shit. But whatever. Yes. Whatever. What are your real thoughts on Yoshihashi, Kaliko? Fuck Yoshihashi. Because he looks like he doesn't care sometimes. It, it seems like he walks to the ring uninterested. Like, it's just a job. Okay. You know, fuck off. At least with Yano, I know, you know, his bit. I get his angle. Tai Chi, I get his bit. I get his angle. Hashi is just like, do you care? Do you not care? Sometimes you're hot, you're cold, you're yes, you're no, you're in, you're out. He's basically <laughs> Katy Perry songs. Like, Jesus Christ, man. My sister, my daughter, my sister, my daughter. <laughs> the only thing he can hang on to is the fact that he beat Kenny Omega. <laughs> what well feels like them. forever. Might what well feels like 20 them. years ago. Might as well call them extraterrestrial. Since we're on the Katy Perry thing. Yeah, anyway. That's a good you one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dark horse. He ain't a dark horse. <laughs> okay, here we, go. we can do this all night. <laughs> we absolutely can. Uh, but I think we should conclude our coverage for tonight. If you Sometimes want that was you the quick to run. smile, the new one. That was anyway. my quick New Japan. That was my. That was Sorry, the New Japan. That was New Japan in like two minutes. There you go. <laughs> if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, and comment both on YouTube and Castbox. Catch our interview with Holden Albright this Wednesday during NXT and Dynamite. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter. You can find me at JamesJ99Dream. Where can they find Coleco? I'm Coleco because I'm finally like in my house now, so I can actually do shit instead of like spending three weeks trying to move and shit. In your house, Coleco Vision. <laughs> well, I'm they- going to pitch. I'm pitching that to WWE, <laughs> just for the record. Go for it. What can they find Mitch Mayhem and Mitch Mitch Mayhem tweeted? 
at Mitch Mayhem X. And where can they find Scooter Dust? At Scooter Dust and hold it down for the UNB Network at UNBS Wrestling. Well, Coleco Yachts, Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling With Entertainment.